Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon. On a Wednesday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, it's Trent Condon and Ken Miller. For the next couple of hours, talking sports with you. and appreciate you spending some of your uh, morning into the early afternoon with us. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. Iowa Wild have a new head coach. He'll be with us at 11.30 this morning. Brett McLean is his name. I really like this hire. The fact that he's uh, paid his dues, been here before, up to the show, back down here, knows what it takes. Uh, and he knows what it takes to play in the NHL. He's a ninth-round draft pick. There are only seven rounds in the draft. Today's draft, uh, he went in the ninth round, very late, paid his dues, played all over the world. Uh, so this is not a, a guy that was um, you know, first-round pick and just marched into the league and... Um, Different different way that he went about his career. So look forward to catching up with Brett McLean. We'll do so at the bottom of the hour. Uh, then in hour number two, we'll head north to Minneapolis to do the St. Paul Pioneer Press's Dane Muzatani. Do some Vikings. Do some Twins with Mr. Muzatani. Look forward to catching up with him. I always love our conversations. Uh, from Minnesota, we will head to Illinois, Chicago to be specific with Cappy. Uh, it's David Kaplan on Wednesday. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy. Trent's plays the day before we get out of here at 1 o'clock. Good to have you back. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself over there? You got your finger all bandaged up. Had that last week. I broke a finger. It was a broken finger. It was a broken finger. That's what the official diagnosis is. It is, yes. So you're going to be in a splint for how long? Oh, three to four weeks. That thing really popped on TV last week. We got it again this afternoon. Oh, did it really? Yeah. I, never I didn't even that. give you a hard time about it. I never thought. Yeah, it's just stupid. I mean, post eight thirty, you know how it goes. <laughs> Nat flying by and it driving me nuts, and thought I'd clap my hands and get the gnat, and I clapped my hands and I broke my little finger. Oh man, bones aren't what they used to be. I Bill guess sixty five. Huh? <laughs> yeah, apparently so. You've been drinking that I milk. Been not drinking milk. Oh, that's easy. Never was a milk drinker. Got to substitute that OJ for a little milk. I think. Yeah, not into it. Anyways. I was into baseball last night. Uh-huh. It's a good thing because that was all that was on last night. That's uh, weird, right? We get to this point. Hockey's coming to an end. Basketball's coming to an end. The winter sports, they're down to their final two. And in both of them, it's been a phenomenal six or seven week run, whatever it is. But uh, we shall uh, get game one of the NBA tomorrow. So help me out. Series? Good series? Long series? Brutal series? This is going to be awful. Don't blink? It's, yeah, that's where I am. I just. I know it's the Heat, mm-hmm. and the Heat have been very good to me throughout this uh, playoff run. I have been on the Heat plenty of times, but it's difficult to envision the matchup, yeah. the way the Nuggets are playing. You're right. It is so and tough. I love to Jimmy see Butler, thing. and I love the fact he's a leader. Caleb Martin should have been the MVP of the Eastern uh, Conference could, Finals. I could not agree with you more. Could get agree him to forty to one right now to win Finals MVP. Uh-huh. Well, they're going to have to win for to, do, to do that. That's a part of it. Uh, look, uh, Jimmy Butler's numbers are what they are, right? He's going to do that every time. And the reason I thought that, like you, that Martin was the MVP of the uh, of the conference championship is he went above and beyond his numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that sounds like a knock against Butler. It's not. He's the leader of that basketball team. But we shall see. Certainly hoping it's, it's a final. I think... Um, well, I hope that the Stanley Cup goes a little bit. I have a major opinion in this Stanley Cup, and you I've been do. dead wrong. 
absolutely dead wrong. As I know, as you told, I've told you, I had nine of the sixteen teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know any, any of them left. But this Florida Panther team, I don't see how to beat them. I really don't. They get by Boston in seven games, knock off Toronto in five games, Carolina in four games. Um, I, I, they got way better goaltending with Bobrovsky, so I think that um, and the, and it's plus money. Mm-hmm. It's plus money. Yeah. Look, and here, here I wanted to, full disclosure on this. We tell you to shop around. Yes, when it comes to prices, and normally circa we find is you know nine times out of ten, four times out of five, whatever they're going to have a better price. They don't in hockey. Okay, they don't when it comes to the NHL to the final. You know why? I think it's because of where the Golden Knights are located. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, Florida's plus one hundred two. There, you can get Florida plus a buck ten uh, at DraftKings. Interesting. So it's you know significant number, but Circa would tell you the same thing. Shop mm-hmm. around. Yeah, get I, the best price. You can talk to Jeffrey Benson. He runs their sports, <laughs> and he will tell you the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes Circa different. Yep. That's one of the many things yep. that make them different. As they tell you, if you are a sports better, mm-hmm. don't have one account. Nope, have multiple. Absolutely. Have you took that ones. advice to heart. Well, <laughs> some people might say it's a problem. Uh-huh. I see it as an opportunity. That's the way, that's the way you're putting that it. That opportunity has gone well the last seven months. No, it has. Continue. Last night, gave you three winners, two of them with big plus money, and a profitable day. Three and two overall, but plus 2.1 units wow. yesterday. So what was your big score yesterday? The Reds. Plus 154. I think they were 158, something hmm. like that. As uh, they cruise, and that lively kid, whew. yeah, he's good, isn't he? He's good. Yeah, he's good. The Reds have played well since the that Reds awful start. Are right now the second best team in that division. They're the best team in that division right now. Power rank it right now. Uh, A series between any of the four five teams right now coming up this weekend. Mm, I take the Reds over okay. anyone. All right. I think they're playing that well mm-hmm. at this point. They won four straight. They're getting some pitching. Those young pitchers that they've been hoping for. Mm-hmm. A couple of the Jonathan India is a star. Yes, he's absolutely. a really good player. India's been a stud uh-huh. steer who they got from the Twins last year, and what turns out to be an awful deal for Tyler Malley, who <laughs> yeah. is now uh, out for the rest of the season. Steers come up. He's played really well. They got some young guys for uh, what is it? Fraley? Yeah, is he kind of the bigger yep. guy? Yep, that's come up and he's mashed at times. So yeah, they got some dudes there. Mm-hmm. That Cincinnati team. What would their odds be? So right now they're three to back. win the division. To win the division, probably not as much as you'd think. Well, that's usually what it is. Uh-huh. Right? All right, let's bring up division odds here because this intrigues me. Their closer is the uh, uh, Mets' brother. The Cubs got me excited again last Closing, night. Uh, the, the Diaz from the Mets, the guy that the that gets the introduction. Yes, right. What, what, uh, Tommy Trumpets or whatever his name is. <laughs> Timmy Trumpet. Timmy Trumpets, his brother's the closer for Cincinnati. Anyways. So, your odds right now to win the division. All right, we got American League Central. Ah, uh, no division up right now on Circa for the NL Central. Let's go over to our friends at DraftKings and see what they're spitting here. The Brewers have still got to be the betting favorite. Yes, for sure. Minus price still? Uh, yes. I think so, too. Because everybody else is scuffling. Cardinals had a bad week. They, they won one yesterday, but they'd had a bad week after it looked as though they were into it. The Cubs were the worst team in baseball after Sunday. <laughs> Isn't baseball support's weird? Here comes the best team in the league, uh-huh. taking on the worst team in the National League, record-wise. And the Cubs and Stroman go a, a complete game, one nothing. Last night, come back and beat them 2-1. to one. I mean, remarkable. By the way, Alzali, and you text me right after uh-huh. he got finished. He's, the, uh, he's arrived, hasn't he? They've he's waited the a long time for him. Yes. They've waited a long time for him to get there. Uh, changed him from a starter to a uh, relief pitcher. He is the heir apparent to that closing role. In fact, maybe last night uh, he uh, went a long way to uh, earning that role because he was in a two-inning two save. Oh, by the way. Yes, and that was the part. They had the bases loaded in the eighth. 
couldn't push anything across. Mm-hmm. Like, oh boy. Yeah, I think it's going to come back to haunt him, right? And here comes yeah. Alzali yeah. trotting yeah. out for yeah. another. Yeah. like, all right, well, it's Tampa. This is the way this is going to go. And he was outstanding. Just boom, bang, bang. Knocked it out. And his second save of the season. So here are the odds right now to win the National League Central. It is the Brewers. They are minus money. Minus 125 for the Brew Crew. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals are the second choice. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's the Redbirds. Plus 215. As we yep. talked about this, what, nine days ago, it was plus 450. A day later, it was down to 3-1. to one, <laughs> And now it's plus 215. The Cubs are 8-1. to one. Yeah, it's the public team, right? I still think yeah. that this factors into it. I, I think you're exactly right. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You got the Pirates as the fourth Since choice. Cincy's the longest shot in the division? Not only is Cincy the longest shot. The fifth team listed, but you can get the Cincinnati Reds at twenty-five to one. Trent, you know what? I've made stupider bets. Well, it's kind of a weekly process for us here on Miller and Condon right. as we throw out some dumb future bets. I'm hopping aboard. Yeah, I'm putting ten at bucks twenty-five on that. to one. Why yes, not? Yes, absolutely. It's a divisions wide open. Divisions wide open. Um, look, I bet the I bet the Chicago White Sox a couple of weeks ago to win the division. Yeah. How bad was that? How bad does that look right now? Not looking great. No, it's not looking great. Twins, by the way, uh, they are looking good. This is a fun team. They are. They are a fun team to watch. I'm gonna. I know that for a fact that there'll be a lot of Dick Bremer uh, coming <laughs> through my speakers here uh, in the uh, in the months ahead because they're not going anywhere. Um, you know, and I want to bring this up with Cappy, Elise Meniker. You familiar with her? She is I don't think um, so. Taylor McGregor, who took over for the gal that um, Kelly Kroll. Oh, okay. I yeah. went to Atlanta. Tyler, Taylor McGregor comes back. And Elise Meneker, at least the first time I ever saw her was, you know, filling in as that kind of on-field reporter sure. that they have. She's come down here to work with Alex Cohen a bunch mm-hmm. as an analyst role. She's really good. Oh, really? She did the game last night with, um, with Shambi and JD. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a three-person booth. I thought she was the best... Uh, she, I thought she fit in seamlessly. Seamlessly. That's JD great. knows this stuff. Shambi's a pro. Yeah. Um, Elise Meneker is really good, and I'm going to bring it up with Cappy because she's a really good listen. And she's down here a lot. You know, when Marquee broadcasts those uh, Cubs games um, on the Marquee, the Iowa Cubs games when they're yeah. on the Marquee Network, she has a lot of those games. She's really got my attention. Hmm, interesting. Yep. I'll have to uh, put yep. an ear to that one. Had it on last night, didn't have the sound up. And uh, we will get into So what that. time did you get home? Because I thought you had soccer. Did, I did. Did it get I, rained out? It did, yeah. So the lightning came, the rains came, they held off. It was finally about 8.30 by the time they said well, last game's not So what happen. time did they post, what, what time did they start to shut it down? How long was the wait, I guess, before it was official, you know what, we're done? So the 4A games were start supposed to begin at 7 o'clock. It was staggered. 7, 7, 10, 7, 20, 7, 30. I had the last one, 7, 30. You drew the short straw? Uh, well, it got me there and was able to get the first late game of the morning at 10.30 as I had to get Jack over oh, to my gotcha. sisters. Okay. It, just, it worked out yeah. well doing it that way. And plus I got to hop on with you for a couple of that's minutes. Right. So that worked out uh, pretty well. But So that's the way it was set up. At about 6.30, I was in my car getting a little air conditioning because it was hot during the day. Mm-hmm. So I was in there and doing a little work, doing a little prep work. And then I see the wind's kind of picking up. And then I feel my Vehicle's starting to move. And I got a pretty big vehicle. I got an Explorer. I mean... Really? Your vehicle's starting to move? It was shaking. And the rains came, and oh boy. Now, I didn't see any lightning initially, but they were in a lightning Yeah, uh, We got it in Ankeny. And yeah. it looked like initially it was going to be north, and maybe mm-hmm. on the south side where the soccer complex is, we were going to be okay. Not the case. 
just kept getting pushed back, pushed back, and there was so much lightning in the area that they could they had to restart the clock every time you see one. Mm, yeah, another half it's hour like football, put on there, right? And so it just got put pushed back, pushed back. So they're going to come back tonight. Girls are happening right now in their quarterfinals. Tonight they'll come back for the 4A quarterfinals on the boys' side and then back to the semifinals and the following day on Thursday. So mm. that is the schedule. Thursday will be the boys' semifinals. Friday, the girls' semifinals. And then Saturday, the championship is it Is it natural grass or is it field turf? It's natural grass. So yeah. will it be torn up with the rain that you got yesterday? The, the, the... I don't think there was that much okay. rain that it's going to be impactful. There were there were some... We got probably a half an inch, maybe yeah. three-quarters of an inch. In and eight. I think you guys got a lot more up there. Okay. So my daughter was at softball. My wife relayed that windstorm came through there over at Holiday Park. And there was a girl that was stuck in a little updraft to just... All the really? dirt from the infield just oh, yo, yo. blowing in her face. And oh. said it was a disaster. And everybody raced out of there. And it hit West Des Moines apparently pretty hard, at least in that area, for a little bit. So it was kind of a wild night last night. But, but the first rain we've got in, a, in weeks. Yeah. We needed it. Yes. Sounding old. My plants need it. My grass needs it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's what it is, isn't it? Watching birds. It's one of plenty, plenty of boxes you will check on your way up the ladder. How much we talk about birds sitting in our kitchen window. I, Still? You mean now, today? Yeah, it, not just with the kids, just Tara and I. Really? Yeah, look at the birds. Of all things, uh, birds. Look at the birds. Aren't they pretty? <laughs> yeah, maybe Wait. you'll move on when you get to be retirement age. Getting old, right? Yeah, I hear Getting you. Old. the alternative. Uh, so yesterday, um, we I had Nick Oson on, and... The whole the whole gambling thing, right? It's about to hit the fan, we think. And the fact that people are blindly, at least some of them, um, going into wagering on these over-under totals when it comes to both Iowa and Iowa State, it just doesn't seem to me that um, that that should that that's kosher, you know, because we we have a pretty good idea. Um, that, that that's going to hit Iowa State football pretty hard. Yes, I mean these are we're talking about five starters, and if you want to see the names, I can tell you where the names are because they're posted on Nick Oson's board. Mm-hmm. Some uh, some poster posted them there last night. Nick sent me a text afterwards. He said uh, the names we've been hearing, uh, but now made public by an anonymous poster, and, and this poster is absolutely right. So if you want to see them, that's where they are. Um, but these are big names. Yes, these are big names, including one name. That is the most important position in all of sports. Not at Iowa State. All of football. In all of football. Yes. Um, and, and, and the fact that, and I get you can't get ahead of it and make an announcement and put it out there if you're the institution. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, and as I said it yesterday, Iowa State fans are the most positive bunch you're going to find, right? They win the offseason more than any other school. They do. They do. Uh, and when say they see the total, and I'm not, I, I'm not belittling them one bit when I say this. I'm not. I, I am. I am impressed by your passion, and um, it moves the needle of what we do. It does. But when you see the, the six, oh, it's over. Oh, I mean, it's eight and four worst. I mean, probably nine and three, but yeah. six. Come on, that's easy. But we don't know if Rocco Beck is going to be ready. No, JJ Cole is going to be a true freshman. Um, or is a true freshman. Granted, he's been there. Um, and it's going to be, with or without the starting quarterback, was going to be a tough hill to climb mm-hmm. to get to six wins in that conference, I think. I mean, we said it since last year. I think Iowa School State's about to go back to being a basketball school. Not that that's a bad thing. 
Um, but it just, when we have what we think is pretty credible information and the fact that we are both into gambling the way that we are and transparency is as important as a, of, a, of a component to betting on sports as there possibly is. Um, this why this is why it was it, it, we thought it was and we fought so hard or or campaigned so hard as far as you know what we can do on these airwaves mm-hmm. to you know let's go let's make it legal here let's get it out of the shadows blah 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 transparency is a good thing um, and we have information that may influence which way you're going to go on your on your plays should we hold it keep it to ourselves and yesterday came to a head I just couldn't do it anymore yeah. Without saying names, I mean, you're pretty easy to connect the dots. Oh, absolutely. And it's not just the quarterback position. No, it's not. There's there's three. There's four starters on offense. Mm-hmm. There's one on defense. Four starters on offense. And if it plays out in that fashion, uh-huh. and if it's those guys. And, even and if, we, don't know the, we don't know the length, the details, no. they, or even if there is going to be a suspension. Very well could be. The NCAA says... We're, we need to reevaluate this. We're yes. going to figure it out. We're not going to make a case out of these players. Right and that now. very well could happen. And Do I think it will? I don't. I don't. But right. if it plays out that way, will we ever officially know the names? No. No, we won't. Right. Iowa State's not going to release that. They shouldn't. Absolutely not. They wouldn't release uh-huh. that. The NCAA is not going to release yeah. that. And if that is the case, we've talked about it. We evaluated. We understand that this is not just an Iowa and Iowa State issue, that this is nationwide. Mm-hmm. We have work that we need to do in order to evaluate this, and we're going to do that. Right. And these players are not going to be thrown under the, the bus. poster boys. Right, yeah. for what went wrong in this scenario. So I, I think that's a very, it's a possibility. I don't think it's going to happen, but that is out mm-hmm. there too, and you're not going to find out those names. But they're out there, and mm-hmm. they've been out there for a while. Since we've talked the, about like day two. And we've, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. We've had some really good information on a lot of that, and we've passed along as much as we can. Mm-hmm. We should also say, I don't think this affects Iowa's football team at all. Maybe not, not, not to an extent. Oh my God! How are they going to replace right. him? Yes. Now they're in trouble. I think that's this fair is to say. a team that went from being the favorite in the West. Uh, right. Can they outfinish whoever Northwestern? That's not the case. I don't think that. The, I don't think it is either. No. Unless there's a name that was completely um, flying under the radar that no one knows, because if one person knows, pretty good chance a number of people do. Absolutely. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, and this Iowa State team, the schedule, where's the sure win? Hmm. Can you count you and I as a sure win? I don't think Yeah, well. Best quarterback in the state yeah. will trot onto the field. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. You still think so? Mm. I don't know. I'm going to go Iowa City. You are? Yes. You're a McNamara. Oh, on the field. Oh, I, the- I'm sorry. At Jack Trice. I thought you meant in the state. Yeah. In the state. The best quarterback plays for you and I. Yeah. Okay. You're not seeing it, huh? I like McNamara. I love his leadership, Trent. I love his leadership. Theo Day last year threw for over 3,000 yards, 26 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. No, I know. I saw the numbers. Six interceptions, completed 65% of his passes. Mm -hmm. Cade McNamara, in a year where he led Michigan to the college. So two years ago? Two years ago. Let's bring up his stats for that season. Completed 64% of his passes, mm-hmm. 2,500 yards, 15 touchdowns, six picks. Mm-hmm. Not exactly a wow. No. What, what, uh, what week did you and I play Ohio State? <laughs> I got you. I understand. Yeah, competition's a little bit different. Yeah. But there are plenty of evaluators that say Theo well, Day yeah. will hear his name called Next April's NFL draft. I don't. I'm not, I'm not disputing that point. Six seventh rounder, probably something yep. like that. A developmental guy started his career at Michigan State, but there are people mm-hmm. that believe 
that Theo Day has that kind. There are people who believe that uh, he should have stayed at Michigan State well, the way they, it turned out. They need him right now. They do. He's got the size, 6'5", 230. He's a big dude. He he's can a big guy. swing it. Yep, he's a big guy. He's a guy that... See, I thought you would love Theo Day. No, he's I do. Kind of I, I just don't watch enough of That's him. Sure. And I probably watched you and I maybe once last yeah. year, to be, to be perfectly honest. Panthers should be pretty good. Well, that's game one, okay. which we know is yeah. usually a 60-40 proposition. And then, yeah, that's that's the way. That's not unfair. I mean, they give them fits most years. Then week two, we know it's Cyhawk, mm-hmm. and, and I was going to show up with the defense. They're going to show up with a different quarterback. Uh, week three, they got to go on the road. Yep. And uh, here we go into the MAC uh, before the Big 12 hits. Oklahoma State, usually a great game. It usually is. You go to Oklahoma. Yeah. TCU. Yeah. Played for the championship a year ago. They did. At Cincinnati in right. the playoff two years ago. Yeah, and I know Duggan's not there anymore, but the kid that beat out Duggan is. At Baylor. Huh. Good luck. You get Kansas. You know what? Bring something to cover yourselves from the sun. You learned that last... Was that the last time they were in Baylor? Well, they, they had the tents, but they weren't allowed because it was blocking the view of the people in the front row. Oh, ridiculous. Had to take them down. Kansas, maybe that's the No one. longer is but a... It's, it's not the... No, I agree. It's not your little brothers, Jayhawks. It's true. At BYU... Tough place to play. You get Texas. Might be playing for to the get final themselves time. in the championship. They could be. And at Kansas State to wrap it up. Farmageddon. Mm-hmm. Where's the sure win? Yeah. I'd... Coupled with the names that are out there, mm-hmm. it is very difficult mm-hmm. to even envision a 6-6 six and six year. It is. I'm surprised it's still available. Yeah. That it's still out there to be um, wagered on if you're so inclined. What uh, did Circa put out an Iowa State number? Six. They put it at six. Six. So five and a half has been out there at DraftKings uh-huh. for quite a while. Yep. Uh, you can take the under at plus money. I think plus 130 last I saw. On Is that it run. unders plus money? It's plus money. Holy mackerel. I don't get it. I don't either. Does Circa still have it up? Let's see here. Regular season wins. We are on the Circa app right now, alphabetically listed. Let's get to the eyes. And we get to Iowa State. Five and a half now, So the it's come down a little bit because it was six. The over, though, is minus 125. Mm-hmm. The under is plus 105. Mm-hmm. For Iowa, they have it at eight. We've seen seven and a half. That was mm-hmm. listed at DraftKings and FanDuel and flat money on both sides. Eight over, under. Where's Wisconsin, Iowa. just for yucks? Bucky scrolling all the way down to the Wisconsin Badgers. Over, under, eight and a half. I like that better than that nine number. Yeah, if I, I, do if too. I was making a book, if I, I was booking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too bad you can't put a hook on everything, right? Because you hate the refund. Well, DraftKings had it at nine, meaning if you bet the under, 10 and two or better is the only thing that beats it. Right. You. I know Wisconsin's schedule is not difficult this year. I, I get that, but boy. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, we got to get to Brett McLean at the bottom of the hour. We will. I, do you have, let me get Wisconsin. Do you have Wisconsin's schedule up? I right do. Here? All right, run it by me. Bucky. So it's not it's not as do they not have a strong non-con like usual? Buffalo to open it up. Okay. They go to Wazoo, who beat them at Camp Randall last year. Which is crazy, right? And Wazoo's got a quarterback. They do. Yep. Georgia Southern after that, who mm-hmm. went into Memorial Stadium last year and mm-hmm. got a pretty nice win. Mm-hmm. They go to Purdue. By week. I think that game might have been moved tonight. By the way, uh, the Iowa Nebraska game is set CBS eleven o'clock. As we told you a week ago, what uh-huh. happened? We had that first. <laughs> Did we? Were we had that first. That? Okay. We had that. Yeah, why not? The first heard on the uh, Purdue Rutgers Iowa, at then it, at Illinois. Yeah, Ohio State. They get them at home. Uh huh. At Indiana, win. Right. Northwestern win. 
Nebraska. So their crossovers are Rutgers, Bucky, and Hoosier. Uh, yes. No, no Michigan, no Penn State. Right. Ohio State at your place. Wrap up in Minnesota. Tough. I mean, rivalry game. Obviously. I see eight and four. You could, you could see it. I could see it, Trent. I see eight and four out of mm-hmm. Wisconsin this year. Saturday, October the fourteenth, Hawkeyes, Scony. Circle that one. Circle that one. Eleven twenty-five. We're going to talk some puck. Brett McLean, the new head coach of the Iowa Wild, uh, apparently going to be in studio with us. Look forward to meeting him. A couple of fine Canadian lads passing the puck around here, TC. Can you handle it? <laughs> I'll lay back and just watch <laughs> the puck go back and forth between you two. Um, so we'll speak with him, and then we're going to head north to the Twin Cities. Dane Mazzatani, St. Paul Pioneer Press, will be with us. And then over to Chicago to catch up with our buddy David Kaplan. Uh, from ESPN 1000. Uh, Cappy will join us, talk about last night, do the Cubs have the Cubs found their closer? And boy, Azalai was phenomenal last night, two winning save. I think he struck out four. Is that, Is what, that it, what it was? I think it was four. Yeah. Uh, in the, in fact, uh, I wonder if I can p- pump it up real quick before we get to I got break. the box score. Yeah, four strikeouts. Four strike. How many, how many, see how many pitches he threw? 20. That's good. Two innings, six outs, 20 pitches. Four of them via K. His ERA on the year, 2.42. His whip under one at 0.85. That's got closer yeah, material. It does. Written all over it. Leiter was terrific in, uh, um, as he uh, pitched the seventh inning, Merriweather before that. And Leiter's been good, but does he strike you as a closer? As a guy that's going to be your closer for the next no. three, four years? Alzali is. That's who strikes me as their closer. Oh, Leiter's 32. Uh-huh. Alzali. Yep. Hit, him the job. Hit him the job now. See if he can do it. No more messing around. No more closer by committee. Mm-hmm. Give him the mm-hmm. job. Make it official. Mm-hmm. David Ross, when you have your pregame today, say yes. Going forward, Edbert Albzali is our guy. Yep. Make it happen. I like it. All right. Uh, Brett McClay making his way over. Just got a text from the Wild. They are on their way. We will have him in studio when we come back. Talk a little hockey. Major opinion hockey-wise, those Florida Panthers, i am been awful. <laughs> When it comes to hockey. It's true. But I think, yeah, aren't I do? I mean, come on. Can we look at it that way? Look at that. Well, you swung and missed. You had nine of the 16 nine teams 16. in the playoffs. Yep. You had Florida at one point this I year. I did and sold them. You bought out of it. By the way, did you see the ticket that I sent? Uh, I, I turned in for uh, Mediacom? This guy had a three-teamer parlay, championship parlay. He had the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, uh-huh. and he sold his ticket he bet he had a $25 parlay. Sold his ticket after he cashed out. Mm-hmm. Took the Chiefs, took the money. His second box to check was Yukon. Ooh. Ticket had already been sold. Uh-huh. His third ticket to win stacks. The Denver Nuggets. Oh no. He sold his $25 ticket for $124 instead of holding on to it. And he would have made $71,000. Oh, no. seventy one grand. Chiefs, Huskies, Nuggets. And he had the ball. How much did he sell it for? $124. Oh, no. FanDuel, no, no. It was through FanDuel. FanDuel offered him 124 bucks. He took the money. Can you imagine being that dude? <sighs> You'd be sick to your stomach. Absolutely. You fished out UConn before anybody else mm-hmm. did. You're all over the Nuggets, who are 19-1, to 1, I think, when he bet them. And the Nuggets are the favorite, not only to win the championship, but to do so in four games. There's more money bet on a sweep by the Nuggets. Um, 
Uh, this poor bastard. Oh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Oh, sick as a dog. Uh, Brett McLean, next. Look forward to speaking and meeting the new head coach of the Iowa Wild. Uh, Miller and Condon are underway on a Wednesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. Hi, welcome back. It's Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX. And oh, normally we have a hockey guest on. We've got to ask him if you've heard of this song, but uh, Brett McLean is a Canadian. I'm guessing you heard this a time or two growing up, right? A few times. Stomping Tom Connors. Grew up listening to him. Absolutely. Good to meet you, by the way. Uh, Nice to see you. Look, at you have paid your dues. I respect the heck out of that uh, about you because of the fact that you were a ninth-round pick. There's only seven rounds in the NFL, or the NHL draft now. You played all over the world. Uh, nothing was handed to you. You had to earn every single minute of your ice time. Uh, and that's what these guys are going to be down here doing, right? Trying to impress somebody, and obviously you know what it takes. You've done it. Yeah, I, uh, I played a lot of places, that's for sure, right. and a lot of different roles, and uh, you know, a lot of people use the term journeyman and yep. maybe as a negative term, but I, I take great pride in the fact that I was a journeyman player. And, and uh, yeah, that'll be our goal as a coaching staff is mm-hmm. to use all the tools we have and all the experiences we have to, to help these young men uh, get to the next level. And you played top-line minutes, grinder fourth-line minutes. <laughs> I mean, you've done it all, right? I think this, this is a – you checked a lot of boxes when Bill Guerin was looking to find somebody. I mean, there he was right under his nose. Yeah. But you checked a lot of boxes. Yeah, no, it's, uh, again, I, I feel like my varied experiences mm-hmm. in hockey, both as a coach and as a player, um, has been a huge advantage to mm-hmm. me. I'm very fortunate to have that. And uh, I appreciate you not mentioning that I also sat in the stands as a healthy scratch <laughs> sure. a bunch of times. Yeah, too, there was so a few of those. Thanks, right? for, <laughs> thanks for leaving that out. But again, that's, uh, that's part, of, part of the process. Yeah. And now as the head coach, I'm going to have to yeah. sit out some players and try to uh, help them realize that it's mm-hmm. actually for their own good. And yeah. sometimes the best thing to do is just to reset Watch a game or two, and then uh, and then come back uh, full of energy. So, where where did you were you with the Blackhawks when you scored your first goal in yeah. the NHL? And who was it against? Yeah. You remember? I'm Columbus sure you remember. Blue Jackets. Yeah, right. I remember Columbus Blue Jackets. Mark Denny nice. was the goalie. Yeah, yeah. where's the puck? So, the puck is uh, in my parents' house. Good for back you on Vancouver Island. Yeah, yeah. in Canada. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So you were here before. Mm-hmm. You went back up, so you know what you kind of had an idea what the Wild were wanting when you sent players up there. Then you're on the bench uh, with Everson, uh, and you saw firsthand the guys that would come up from here. That's mm-hmm. that's another box to check, right? You know what it takes yeah. and what they want when somebody does get the call up to the NHL. Yeah, very exciting uh, for me, and, and really makes this transition a lot easier. Knowing that I, I don't need to learn a new system mm-hmm. within an organization, I know exactly. I don't need to get to know Bill and Teen. Obviously, right. I've I've been in those rooms. I've yeah. sat in those meetings for the last three years, and so I know exactly what they're looking for. 
to help the Minnesota Wild win hockey games and um, and hopefully and, and I'm I'm sure it will because we're going to have high quality young men in here. I, mm-hmm. I think they'll they'll respect that that they they know that when uh, when I ask them to do a certain thing, the reason is because Minnesota's mm-hmm. going to ask them to do that. Hopefully down the road. So um, again, should be a should be another great way to have synergy throughout the organization a really streamlined approach coach good to talk to you here and uh, excited to have you back in Iowa so with that you mentioned getting those guys up with the big league club and playing with Minnesota how much flexibility do you have I mean how much does the front office want you to do a lot of the same things that they're going to do when they make it up with the Minnesota Wild and and how much flexibility are you going to have now as the Iowa Wild coach well as far as systems wise um, I think I've got a lot of flexibility but what what makes it easy for me as far as systems and the way we're going to play here as it relates to Minnesota is uh, we're going to play basically the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And a few reasons for that. One, again, the goal is to get these young men to the NHL. So when they get their call up, there's a lot of emotions, a lot of things that are involved with that. Family is excited. Everybody's, the last thing we want is them having to learn a new system sure. when they get up there. So it just makes sense to do it that way. Second part of it is that I know the system as well as anybody. I've been coaching that system for the last three years. So it makes sense for me to coach that system. And the last one, which is also as important, is I believe in it. If I was the head coach of a different team, not the Iowa Wild this year, if I was coaching a team in junior, I'd be coaching the exact same system because I know it works yeah. and I believe in it. So that makes it really an easy an easy transition for me. And, and, and I, I'm guessing that for, for Bill, that was part of his his decision and and um but that's what's nice too is that i will have the flexibility to make certain tweaks to it and dean and i will talk almost every day during the season and um you know we'll kind of he'll tweak his system there and he'll communicate that to me and then we can try some things here and maybe there's something we like that we're doing here that he may want to incorporate up there so lots of positives with the relationship that i have with both bill and Dean. Um, I want to go back to your playing career. You play a couple of years in Florida. Of course, Florida's got a pretty big task ahead of them as they get a chance to play for a cup uh, here starting on Saturday night. When you were in, was it, was it in Sunrise? Was the rink in Sunrise so still the same place? What was playing in Florida like at the time? I mean, warm weather. Um, I'm not sure if it's a knowledgeable hockey base. Uh, educate me there. What was it like? It was, it was different. Yeah. And that's kind of the best way to put it. And I'll expand on that now. And in, in then I came from Colorado before, which mm-hmm. was, you know, just been on the heels and winning a couple cups, yep. sold out every game. You know, I'm sitting in the locker room between Pierre Turgeon, who scored 500 <laughs> goals, yeah. and Joe Sackick, mm-hmm. who's one of the greatest players he of was. all time. And, and just, now a great general manager. Exactly. Now won a cup as a general manager. So yeah. it, it was just, and then to go from a hockey market to Florida mm-hmm. was a lot different. Um, and the other thing about Sunrise is that building, which you probably don't get unless you've been there, is it's it's out there. It like is. It's it's yeah. out there. It's on the side of a highway. Um, there's residents around, but it's it's all kind of gated communities that you have to drive to. There's really no no town around it. It's just kind of there on the side. I thought of my the GPS highway. was taking me the wrong way when exactly. I saw it. Exactly. There's a great mall across the street, but that's you know, but uh, that's not helping for hockey fans, right? So that's one thing that's really different about it is it doesn't necessarily have a home city. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, now they've had a great run in the playoffs. So now they have the whole of South Florida, right? right? Goes all the way, you know, it's about an hour drive down to Miami. 
Fort Lauderdale is about 30, 35 minutes. So now you incorporate all those people, you know, Boca Raton's close. So now everybody's getting involved. But when the team isn't great, which when I was there, it wasn't great, there's not a lot of buzz around it. So you know, the building's half full a, a, a lot of nights. Um, again, with no town really central to the team, players live all different places. Mm-hmm. So there's not one gathering spot. So it makes it challenging there. And mm-hmm. and obviously the other challenge for the organization, which clearly they've figured out, is bringing in the right people, yeah. the right players. Everybody sure wants to play in Florida. Right. But why do they want to play in Florida? Do they want to play in Florida because they can golf? Do they want to play in no Florida state taxes. because there's no state tax? Mm-hmm, yes. What's the reason? Yeah. So they've obviously done a great job figuring it out, but it comes with its challenges being in those non-traditional yeah. hockey markets. But uh, sure is good good for the league to have, have uh, again, these non-traditional hockey markets. Yeah, I'm a Paul Maurice fan. I'm rooting for him. I think okay. he's got a chance anyways. Um, so your general manager, a uh, guy who hired you, Bill Guerin, you had yep. to play against him, right? Yep. Many times? Yep. He was a Many tough times. SOB is oh, how yeah. I remember. A big right winger. Yeah. Had to grow up like in Cam Neely, would be my yeah. guest, kind of patterned his game after yeah. him. What was it like to play against him? Yeah, do you it remember? It wasn't, wasn't fun. <laughs> right. It wasn't fun. Yeah, I do big remember. Dude. Yeah, I got probably my... My 15 minutes of fame in hockey, right? As a player, anybody YouTube's me knows when the Crosby fight, right? When Crosby, you, the, the, your Crosby fight, I so didn't realize the, that. So that's my 15. That's minutes his of only fame, fight, right? correct? That's, yeah, I think it's his first one. That's for sure. It's got however many hits on. Yeah. When I when we move to a new city and we meet some new people yeah. that are hockey fans, they always look at me sideways, and yeah. I just I just say to them, I'm like. Crosby video, right? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just watched. That's it. funny. So that's my 15 minutes of fame, but. When uh, the cons- the games after that, I was I was going at Crosby a bit. The games mm-hmm. after that, well, one of the games they just <laughs> traded for Bill Guerin, and you know I was playing on the fourth line at the time. Crosby was on his way to winning his first cup. He wasn't worried about me. I totally get that. Right. I support him in that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when Bill got traded there, there was a little scrum, and I was messing with Crosby, and he, you know rightfully by him didn't want to get taken off the ice by me and bill came up to me and grabbed me he said hey we all saw what happened but he's not going to worry about you you want to go after him you got to come through me nice so i looked <laughs> does at he him. remember that oh yeah yeah oh yeah so i i looked at bill right away i said okay we're good we're, <laughs> fine. we're fine. like i got no problem with crosby yeah. now because i didn't want anything to do with bill garen so um, when you see crosby now when you're on the bench does he remember that i i have you brought I don't it up? know. I, yeah. I don't. I mean, I haven't. I haven't yeah. talked to him since then. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, he's one. He's done a few things since yeah, then. So I'll probably, <laughs> I don't think he's too worried about me at, yeah. that, at that stage. But no, obviously, uh, Sidney Crosby, one of the, one of the best. And, scored and, one of the biggest yeah. goals in hockey yep. if you're Canadian. Golden boy. goal. Yeah, yeah, golden goal, goal in your backyard for sure in so, Vancouver. No, but that Billy, was the most. That was the team that had yeah. most pressure on it that I think ever played. Yeah, yeah. I because would, it was in Canada. Yep. Um, yeah. First Olympics in Canada. Yeah. It's our air quote our sport. Yeah. yeah, they had a lot, and they had a really slow start to the tournament they too. Did. Right? If you remember, which yeah. actually probably helped them because yeah. it got them an extra game against Germany and got get some lines going, get mm-hmm. some chemistry, some mojo going. It probably ended up helping them in the end. Can I? I'm going to take that one step further. Mm-hmm. Canadian hockey, American hockey. The Americas have closed the gap in a big, big way. In fact, yeah. between the pipes, yeah. I mean, all the good, hate to yeah. say it, all the good goalies are yeah. American born. Yeah. Uh, you got a yeah. kid coming down from, uh, from Sweden over here. It's going to yeah. be really good in yeah. Des Moines. Um, but American hockey is really good compared to when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no gap now. There it's, isn't, it's, is there? It's, yeah. they're on level and the, 
the national team development program has been massive for it and and uh it's great and that's that's fantastic yeah. and you thought i mean i'm sure there's des moines is a growing starting to grow yep. Yep. booming youth hockey market yep. i'm sure there's markets like it all over the country mm-hmm. and uh it's just fantastic and uh the more the merrier. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, uh, let's keep it rolling. Trent? Yeah. Coach, uh, I am a Minnesota sports fan. Grew up rooting for the Twins and the North Stars and okay. the Timberwolves when they came into existence. So, Sorry about that. I, I yeah, feel for you there. It, but, uh, the DNA yeah. is not very good yeah. when, it, when it pertains yeah. to that. And seeing the Wild. You've been there the last three years. The first round exits. We know the Minnesota yeah. Twins, the longest losing streak yeah. in playoff baseball. Obviously, the Vikings, their history, and the Timberwolves. It's, it has been real pretty up there. What's it like in the building for you guys for the wild when things are not going can you feel that can you feel that in the stands you guys on the bench that just kind of that groan that seems to kind of permeate minnesota Mm -hmm. sports when it comes to the playoffs yeah no it's uh obviously minnesota wild fans are incredible like we're our Mm -hmm. (laughs) the building is just it's just electric now and 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 um obviously the last few years what what dean's done and and just kind of the there's a new energy in that building uh the gentleman wearing number 97 probably yeah, he helps. something to do with that. <laughs> yeah. But there's a whole host of other reasons, right? There's a whole bunch of other players that are a huge factor in 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 that, and, and so that's really exciting. But I would say there's, there's certainly a restlessness mm-hmm. that happens in the building that we can sense on the bench when things don't go the way the way the fans want and i get it we totally understand it there's a there's a frustration there and there's there's a history there that that i now understand that i didn't Mm -hmm. when i first moved there and and i can tell you as being in the minnesota wild organization now we feel it too and and we every day we get up wanting to to get to where we want to go and Mm I know that the line steps to success has been used a lot lately. I think Gianna said that, that great uh, interview that he, after, that he yeah, did yeah. after the Bucks lost. And, and it's really true with the Minnesota Wild. Like, there's no question the right steps to success are happening in the organization. We didn't get there yeah. this spring. We didn't get there the spring previous. We, we get it. We get the frustration. But the right things are being done. And to be honest, a lot of it starts here. And... W- to be a Minnesota Wild fan, what's really exciting about this is that Bill Guerin and his staff puts a ton of emphasis on the Iowa Wild. And that's great. That's not true for every National mm-hmm. Hockey League team. They say they do, but they, mm-hmm. they don't put the the resources, the money, the the time, the effort. This franchise really, really does. And um, that's why it's so exciting to be a mm-hmm. part of the Iowa Wild right now. Brett McLean, uh, new head coach, is our guest. A couple more minutes. Uh, Derek Lalonde, you were with him when he was here. Are you aware of the accolades and the reviews? He did the opening round of the playoffs. You guys were busy. No. Uh, you probably weren't aware. He was yeah. part of Hockey Night in Canada broadcast. They loved him. Yeah. Yeah. If, if coaching the Detroit Red Wings, and he's the head coach of the Wings now, for yeah. those of you who don't know, he, yeah. they thought he was a star in the making. Did you, did you know that about him? I mean, he's well, been on this radio station a bunch, but yeah, he mean, just took over. News, he's just Derek. He's just one of, one of the the best personalities, right? In, yeah. in hockey, he just he's just one of those people you want to be around, and and he makes it really fun to come to work when when you work for him. And so that doesn't surprise me that yeah. he was that popular. I know he did get himself in a little bit of hot water, though. He did. Right? He did get all this <laughs> awful hot, hot water yeah. for uh, for making some comments about the system change in Tampa, but. Um, no, Derek's he's he's one of the best, and he's a huge mentor of mine. And um, yeah, happy for him, all the success he's had. Although, 
I mentioned it on the radio show this morning. I did hear uh, in that uh, when they were winning their cups there in Tampa, once yeah. a week he'd send me a picture of himself with the cup. So I didn't Woody. like him then when he was sending oh, those, just rubbing it right in our faces. What a, but, what a uh, run. Yeah. Well, what a no, run. So Cooper's a, a hell of a coach. Yep. And to be a part of that and, and, and uh, yeah, good for Good for Derek. He deserves all the success. Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, we're rooting, uh, rooting for you. The good news is just because you leave the NHL, come to the AHL, you still potentially get that January-February trip to Winnipeg. There you go. Right? <laughs> I guess you're looking forward to that. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, can't wait for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you play there when you were a kid? Did you do any trips over from Western Canada? Not really. I mean, you no. played in Brandon in the Western Hockey League. I played in Brandon. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. That was... Uh, yeah, there was some cold bus trips Ooh. there, but um, you know that's where there's a lot of good and a lot of good Minnesota Wild players come out of Manitoba. Absolutely, so, um, and a lot of good Minnesota players playing on the Jets. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know the roster's Isn't that dotted with them. How it works? It really is. Yeah, the one that got away was Bufflin. Yeah. Uh, and he was like nobody else, right? I mean, yeah. Big Buff was something. Yeah. Uh, way to go. Glad you're here. Um, I think you're going to kill it. As I said, you checked a lot of boxes. You know exactly what it takes to get there. Yeah. You weren't handed anything in your career. Played yeah. first line, fourth line minutes all over the world. As you mentioned, there were some healthy scratches <laughs> along the way. Uh, but Brett McLean, the new head coach of the Iowa Wild, welcome back. Uh, you're going to do really well. Good Thank to meet you. you. Thank Appreciate you. it, and uh, look forward to talking to you guys plenty. As do we. We'll take our time out, come back, finish the hour. Miller and Condon, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. bets off. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you until oh, just before 1 o'clock. Murph and Andy come in there. Actually, they're not coming in. They're at the ballpark today uh, doing their showdown from Principal Park. Steamy day for some day baseball down at uh, downtown Des Moines. If you've uh, got no plans, not aware, looking for something to do, how about a little AAA baseball to That's get you through? That's not too bad, huh? Doesn't sound bad. Well, I think they're outside. Uh-huh. Makes sense. Yeah. I can, yeah. Little heat on you. Little heat. I was sitting in the cherry picker yesterday. It wasn't too bad. Got a little um, sun to me. You see a little, little, yeah, a little, little color. color to me. Got a little color. Good little color. I got that southern Germanic skin, so it, it browns up real nice. Gotcha. All right. Uh, so we will uh, talk to Dane Muzatani in hour number mm-hmm. two. Little Viking. You see the Vikings paid off their debt to U.S. Bank Stadium yeah, that's already. Twenty three years early. Twenty three years early. So it can be done. It can be done, yes. Right, save the taxpayers. It'll be 23 years of, of interest. I don't know how much it would have made difference to you know every Tom, Dick, and Harry's tax right. bill, but it's pretty good public relations that they were able to uh, pay off the debt on that 23 years early. Uh, so we'll talk Vikings. We will talk about those first-place Minnesota Twins. I saw you've got, the, you've got your Minnesota sports question in yes. uh, to Brett McLean. He, he, he gets it. Yes, he understands. absolutely. The, it's a real thing. It is a real thing. This, Sadly, this much ineptitude, yeah, over the last for all of them thirty-two years, yeah, remarkable. Four major sports mm-hmm. they haven't made an appearance. Remember all that garbage you used to hear about Boston, how bad they have it. Yeah, and now the last two decades have gone pretty yeah. well for them. Yeah, nobody's shedding. I mean, very, very few people are shedding tears on Sunday night when they got bounced, or Monday night. What was it? Monday night. One, uh, one little nugget. Speaking of that, that just popped in my head that I heard after the Celtics loss. Do you realize since 1986, which is kind of my earliest NBA memories is that time, and that great team, they were so fun Was to that Celtics-Sixers to get to their Celtics-Lakers final? Yes, Celtics-Lakers final. Yeah. 
they have only won one championship, 2008 since then. Yeah, the Garnett team. Yeah. And just because they have mm-hmm. been so solid mm-hmm. since they made that You would just think there would be more that banners. there would be more there. Yeah. One championship, we're talking about 36 years, 37 years. Uh, yeah. For that organization. That's a long time. <laughs> They're going to have to wait again. As yes, t- they are. Did you see Tatum get hurt in the game? Yeah. Right I mean, away. it looked like it was. Yeah, I was. I mean, it. it I wasn't sure the severity of it. I guess, but you could tell. I mean, mm-hmm. every time he'd go up and he would land, you could tell he was wincing a little bit. So, uh, anyways, all right. We've just been told we have to move our cars. I guess they're painting the uh, lines in the parking lot. Um, so this might be a little bit longer of a break. We'll uh, make it back. We're going to try. We're going to be in full flight down the stairs and try to get back for 12.05 when Dane Mozatani is going to be here. Uh, Cappy's going to be here uh, at 12.30 talking Chicago sports with Cappy. Trent's plays of the day as well. Hour 2, Miller and Content. Might start a minute or two later, but it's coming on 106.3 KXNO.